0: We need a blessing today. Now, there's blessings all around us, all the time. But we need more than a a grace over a meal. That's a good blessing. We go there at supper time and ask that prayer. And we need more than when somebody sneezes and we say, yeah, there are all kinds of blessings all the time, all around us. Today, we need a blessing from God. We need a blessing of hope. We need a blessing because of something that happened 15 years ago exactly on this day. Some of you are still grieving. Uh, The loss is still just so close to you. And it wasn't the loss just of buildings, but it was the loss of lives. And it's more than that, it's the loss of the future, of dreams, of what might have been. Some of you are still angry this day. And there's a place for righteous anger. And I know that we have had some talk about uh, payback and let's uh, you know, track them down and make them pay for this. And don't, don't, don't let things like this go unpunished. But I also know underneath the anger, there's hurt that needs to be addressed. Some of you are afraid today. And certainly our anxieties have been ratcheted up as we are bombarded, and I choose that word intentionally, just day after day with stories of bombings. And it seems like almost anything now can become an instrument of destruction. And there are these lone wolves out there that can pull these things off just too easily around us. And some of you are so young you weren't even born And you're wondering what all the fuss is about today. But I'm here to tell you that there was a time not that long ago when you didn't have to take off your shoes when you got onto an airplane or be screened when you went through the airport. Used to, you could just pretty much walk in the airport and and get on a plane. Uh, A lot has changed in these past 15 years. I have been struggling with what to share with you today as a way of a message of hope. It's just too big a day. (laughs) But I keep being drawn to this word blessing, that what we need is a blessing of hope. And this is what I arrived at, that hope is our blessing. Hope that comes out of our grief, hope that comes out of our anger, hope that comes out of our fear. And that's why the worship team and I were drawn to this passage from Lamentations. Do you get that word? (laughs) We lament, we wail, we cry, we weep. And in the midst of that book, there's that wonderful passage. There are five poems in Lamentations that were attributed to the prophet Jeremiah. And he just pours out his grief. He pours out his soul before God Because what has happened in Jeremiah's time is that Jerusalem has been destroyed. His twin towers have fallen. And it seems like everything they counted on can't be counted on anymore. And where is God in all the midst of this? And yet, right in the middle of this, smack dab in the middle of this, we find these verses. Let's let's look at the verses again. I want you to say these verses with me out loud, okay? I will never forget this awful time as I grieve over my loss, yet I still dare to hope when I remember this, the faithful love of the Lord never ends, his mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness, his mercies begin afresh each morning. The steadfast love and the mercies of God never come to an end. They are new every morning. Where does hope come from? It comes from where God is, from what God does, what God is doing, what God will do. I want you to reflect on this question where have you seen hope? Where have you seen God's faithfulness just in the last little bit? And, and someone came out of the early service and said, were we supposed to answer that out loud? And, and it's not necessary, but just hold that in your heart. What, where have you seen God's hope and God's faithfulness, God's mercy, just in the last little bit? As I was preparing this message, I started reflecting and I came up with my list, okay? I'll share with you. I see hope as people continue to volunteer to be fire persons, (laughs) join fire and EMS and and some join the police force and some choose to serve in the military, not just in the immediate response 15 years ago, but on and on and on, as we saw on the screen just a few minutes ago, the first responders. I saw a, a man take his service animal to the nursing home and go to the desk and said, where, where do we need to go today? And, and the person said, 227. Uh, and he went to bring some hope and, and a smile to, to that woman in 227. And I see people continue to donate blood. Again, not just in the first rush of what happened 15 years ago, but every eight weeks, which you could do to give the gift of life. And I see people coach little league and uh, basketball and, and soccer and invest in children's lives. And I see you serve as homeroom parents at school and join the Neighborhood Association, and be on nonprofit boards. And I see you make meals for mobile loaves and fishes, and you go out on the street, and you meet people where they live. Their home is the street. And I see you take up a collection, not just money, but medical supplies, and, and you go to Louisiana because some people have been displaced by flooding over there. And I see you yesterday raise wall sections for another Habitat for Humanity home, Gerard's 37th home, a home for an Ethiopian family. (laughs) And and I see you today mentor confermans, and we go to lunch right after this worship service and start these seventh graders and above on, on helping them to own their faith. And I see some of you walk with me today and with Bishop Joel Martinez today, in memory of those farm workers who were not paid what they should have been paid 50 years ago, and to know that injustice has not ended, and that there's still people who need to get paid more than, than they get paid today. And you know what? I've seen you let somebody in in the morning commute traffic, and you made space for them you, you gave them room instead of giving them that signal with your finger. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you're amazing. And I see some of you read the labels on food packaging, on those boxes and those cans, and you want to know what's in that because you want to eat healthily and you want to make your meals healthy for those people whom you serve. And I see you say prayers with your kids at night after you've read them the bedtime stories because you want them to go to bed, to go to sleep and hope. And I see some of you go to the women's prison units like yesterday and read stories for the help those women read stories for the storybook project. 70 stories were read yesterday as these moms read for their children who couldn't be there with them. And I see you visit your friend who is dying, and even though you can barely keep it together because of all the smells and all the sights and all of the sounds, and because of all of your memories, and yet you reach out your hand and you hold your friend's hand and you pray with your friend. And get this, you screw up and you ask forgiveness. (laughs) You don't cover it up. You don't pretend it didn't happen. You simply ask for forgiveness because that's who we are. We screw up. And you pick up a piece of trash when you're out walking, and it may be because you have an uh, obsessive-compulsive disorder. I don't know. And, or maybe it's because you were in Boy Scouts and you were taught that you're supposed to leave the place better than you found it. But when you go out, you pick up a piece of trash every time you go walking and you disagree vigorously about politics, can I get an amen? (laughs) But you don't come to blows because you're both passionate about what you believe is best for this country. And you stand up and you sing the national anthem, and you also understand why those who can't stand up and sing the national anthem do that. And you're the football player who sits by the autistic student at lunchtime because nobody else has been sitting there. And because of you, you make it cool for everybody else. We are so blessed. There is so much hope around us, in us, through us, in spite of us. And when these catastrophic things happen, We fall to our knees and we remember who God is. That God is not out to curse us. God is out to bless us. And that hope comes from God. We know that hope comes out of pain, out of loss, out of desperation. Hope comes when we say, we need you, God. We can't fix this ourselves. We turn to you. I have another blessing for you. It's a poem. I went on the internet. I searched for resources for this day. It's one by one of my favorite poets. Her name is Jan Richardson. I really like this poem. It has kind of a prescript, kind of an introduction to the poem. It says for Beirut, Paris, Syria, every place broken by violence and hatred, for every person in pain and grief for you, for me, in sorrow and in hope. It's called blessing in a time of violence. Blessing in a time of violence, which is to say this blessing is always, which is to say there is no place this blessing does not long to cry out and lament, to weep its words in sorrow, to scream its lines in sacred rage, Which is to say there is no day this blessing ceases to whisper into the ear of the dying, the despairing, the terrified. Which is to say there is no moment this blessing refuses to sing itself into the heart of the hated and the hateful, the victim and the victimizer, with every last ounce of hope it has which is to say there is none that can stop it, none that can halt its course, none that will still its cadence, none that will delay its rising, none that can keep it from springing forth from the mouths of us who hope, from the hands of us who act, from the hearts of us who love, from the feet of us who will not cease our stubborn, aching, marching, marching until this blessing has broken its final word, Until this blessing has breathed its benediction in every place, in every tongue, peace, peace, peace. You know how in messages I always say, here's the good news I have for you today. This good news comes from another favorite author of mine, Jim Wallace, part of the Sojourners community. And uh, this is the good news. Hope is believing in spite of the evidence and then watching the evidence change. Amen.